0: I I don't O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, July 6th. Israel is at the center stage of world events. Israel is the apple of God's eye. It is from Jerusalem, the eternal capital of Israel, that Yeshua will one day rule and reign for 1,000 years. If you want to understand prophetic end-time events and what the God of Israel is doing in these last days, we must keep our eye on Israel. Sign up for Israel on Target. We give you the top news stories coming from Israel each week, along with scriptures to pray over Israel. Each week, we also include an Up Periscope special feature article. Each article does a deep dive on topics you won't find in the mainstream media, including big tech censorship and the inside scoop on the coronavirus shots and other hot topics. Stay informed and in the loop. To sign up for Israel on Target, Up Periscope, go to dailyaudiotorah.com and sign up today. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion Matot and it means tribes. Numbers thirty two one to forty two. The Reubenites and the Gadites owned cattle in very great numbers, noting that the lands of Jazer and Gilad were a region suitable for cattle. The Gadites and the Reubenites came to Moses, Eleazar the Kohen, and the chieftains of the community and said, Atara, Dibon, Jazer, Nimrah, Heshbon, Alila, Sibam, Nebo, and Bion, the land that Hashem has conquered for our community of Israel, is cattle country, and your servants have cattle. It would be a favor to us, they continued, if this land were given to your servants as a holding. Do not move us across the Jordan. Moses replied to the Gadites and the Reubenites, Are your brothers to go to war while you stay here? Why will you turn the minds of the Israelites from crossing into the land that Hashem has given them? That is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to survey the land. After going up to the Wadi Eshkol and surveying the land, they turned the minds of the Israelites from invading the land that Hashem had given them. Thereupon Hashem was incensed, and he swore, None of the men from twenty years up who came out of Egypt shall see the land that I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, for they did not remain loyal to me. None except Caleb, son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite, and Joshua, son of Nun, for they remained loyal to Hashem. Hashem was incensed at Israel, and for forty years He made them wander in the wilderness, until the whole generation that had provoked Hashem's displeasure was gone. And now you, a breed of sinful men, have replaced your fathers, to add still further to Hashem's wrath. Against Israel. If you turn away from him and he abandons them once more in the wilderness, you will bring calamity upon all this people. Then they stepped up to him and said, We will build here sheepfolds for our flocks and towns for our children, and we will hasten as shock troops in the van of the Israelites until we have established them in their home, while our children stay in the fortified towns because of the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every one of the Israelites is in possession of his portion. But we will not have a share with them in the territory beyond the Jordan, for we have received our share on the east side of the Jordan. Moses said to them, If you do this, if you go to battle as shock troops at the insistence of Hashem, and every shock fighter from among you crosses the Jordan at the instance of Hashem, until he has dispossessed his enemies before him, and the land has been subdued at the instance of HaShem, and then you return, you shall be clear before HaShem and before Israel, and this land shall be your holding under HaShem. But if you do not do so, you will have sinned against HaShem, and know that your sin will overtake you. Build towns for your children and sheepfolds for your flocks, but do what you have promised. The Gadites and the Reubenites answered Moses, Your servants will do as my Lord commands. Our children, our wives, our flocks, and all our other livestock will stay behind in the towns of Gilead while your servants, all those recruited for war, cross over at the insistence of HaShem to engage in battle, as my Lord orders. Then Moses gave instructions concerning them to Eleazar the Kohen, Joshua son of Nun, and the family heads of the Israelite tribes. Moses said to them, If every shock fighter among the Gadites and the Reubenites crosses the Jordan with you to do battle, at the insistence of HaShem, and the land is subdued before you, you shall give them the land of Gilead as a holding. But if they do not cross over with you as shock troops, they shall receive holdings among you in the land of Canaan. The Gadites and the Reubenites said in reply, Whatever HaShem has spoken concerning your servants, that we will do. We ourselves will cross over as shock troops, at the instance of Hashem, into the land of Canaan, and we shall keep our hereditary holding across the Jordan. So Moses assigned to them, to the Gadites, the Reubenites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of King Og of Bashan, the land with its various cities, and the territories of their surrounding towns. The Gadites rebuilt Debon, Ataroth, Aror, Atroth-Shophon, Jazer, Jagbila, Beth-Nimra, and Beth-Haran as fortified towns or enclosures for flocks. The Rubenites rebuilt Heshbon, Alela, Kiriatham, Nebo, Balmion, some names being changed, and Sibma. They gave their own names to towns that They rebuilt. The descendants of Maker, son of Manasseh, went to Gilead and captured it, dispossessing the Amorites who were there. So Moses gave Gilead to Maker, son of Manasseh, and he settled there. Jer, son of Manasseh, went and captured their villages, which he renamed Havath Jer. And Nobah went and captured Kenoth and its dependencies, renaming it Nobah after himself. 1 Chronicles 218 18 to 4 4 Caleb, son of Heshron, had children by his wife Azubah and by Jerioth. These were her sons Jeshur, Shobab, and Arden. When Azubah died, Caleb married Ephrat, who bore him Chur. Chur begot Uri, and Uri begot Betzalel. Afterward, Chetzran had relations with the daughter of Maker, father of Gilead. He had married her when he was sixty years old, and she bore him Segub, and Segub begot Jer. He had twenty-three cities in the land of Gilead. But Gesher and Aram took from them Havath-Jer, Keneth, and its dependencies, sixty towns. All these were the sons of Maker, the father of Gilead. After the death of Chetzron and Caleb of Pathra, Avia, the wife of Chetzron, bore Asher, the father of Tekoa, the sons of Jeremiel, the firstborn of Chetzron, Ram, his firstborn, Buna, Oren, Ozem, and Akiah. Jeremiel had another wife, whose name was Atara. She was the mother of Onam. The sons of Ram, the firstborn of Jeremiel, Maz, Jamin, and Eker. The sons of Onam, Shammai, and Jada. The sons of Shammai, Nadav, and Abishar. The name of Abishar's wife was Abigail, and she bore him Aban and Molad. The sons of Nadav, Selad, and Apaim. Selad died childless. The sons of Apaim, Ishi. The sons of Ishi, Shishon. The sons of Shishon, Allah. The sons of Jada, Shammai's brother, Jether and Jonathan. Jether died childless. The sons of Jonathan, Peleth and Zaza. These were the descendants of Jeremiel. Sheshon had no sons, only daughters. Sheshon had an Egyptian slave whose name was Jarrah. So Sheshon gave his daughter in marriage to Jara, his slave, and she bore him Attai. Attai begot Nathan, and Nathan begot Zabad. Zabad begot Ephlal, and Ephlal begot Obed. Obed begot Jehu, and Jehu begot Azara. Azariah begot Helez and Helez begot Eliseiah. Eliseiah begot Sisamai, and Sisamai begot Shalem. Shalem begot Jechemiah, and Jechemiah begot Elishamah. The sons of Caleb, brother of Jeremiel, Mishah, his firstborn, who was the father of Ziph. The sons of Merishah, father of Shevron. The sons of Shevron, Korak, Tapuah, Recham, and Shema. Shema begot Raham, the father of Jorchem, and Recham begot Shammai. The son of Shammai, Maon, and Maon begot Bethurah. Ephah, Caleb's concubine, bore Haran, Mosa, and Gaziz. Haran begot Gaziz, the sons of Jadai, Recham, Jatam, Gisham, Pelet, Ephah, and Sheph. Maka, Caleb's concubine, bore Sheber and Terhana. She also bore Sheph, father of Madmana, Shiva, father of Makbina, and father of Gebia. The daughter of Caleb was Aksha. These were the descendants of Caleb, the sons of Chur, the firstborn of Ephrat, Shobal, father of Kirat, Jerem, Salma, father of Bet, Lechem, Haref, father of Beth, Geter, Shobal, father of Kiryat Jerem, had sons, Hero, half of the Menuhoth, and the families of Kiriat Jerem, the Ithrites, the Puthites, the Shumathites, and the Mishrites. From these came the Zorothites and the Eshtiolites, the sons of Salma, Bet Lechem, the Netophathites, Atroth, Bet Joab, and half of the Manathites, the Zorites, the families of the scribes that dwelt at Jabez, the Tirathites, the Shimothites, the Sukathites. These are the Kenites who came from Hamath, father of the house of Rechab. These are the sons of David who were born to him in Shevron. The firstborn, Amnon, by Ahinoam, the Israelite. The second, Daniel, by Abigail, the Carmelite. The third, Absalom, son of Mekah, daughter of King Talmai of Gesher. The fourth, Adonijah son of Haggath. The fifth, Shephatiah, by Abital. The sixth, Ithrim by his wife, Eglah. Six were born to him in Hebron. HE REIGNED THERE SEVEN YEARS AND SIX MONTHS, AND IN JERUSALEM HE REIGNED THIRTY-THREE YEARS. THESE WERE BORN TO HIM IN JERUSALEM, SHIMIA, SHOBAB, NATAN, AND SOLOMON, FOUR BY BATHSHEBA, DAUGHTER OF AMIEL, THEN IBHAR, ELISHAMA, ELIFELIT, NOGA, NEPHEG, JAPHIA, ELISHAMA, ELIADA, AND ELIFELIT, NINE. All were David's sons, besides the sons of the concubines, and Tamar was their sister. The son of Solomon, Rehoboam, his son Avia, his son Asa, his son Jehoshaphat, his son Joram, his son Akaziahu, his son Joash, his son Amatiah, his son Azariah, his son Jotham, his son Achaz, his son Chizkiah, his son Manasseh, his son Ammon, and his son Josiah, the sons of Yoshiahu, Yochanan, the firstborn, the second Jehoiakim, the third Zidiyahu, the fourth Shalom, the descendants of Jehoiakim, his son Yekaniah, and his son Zedekiah, and the sons of Yekaniah, the captive Shealtiel, his son Mel-Hiram, Padiah, Shenazar, Jachamaya, Hoshama, and Nedabiah. The sons of Padiah, Zerubbabel and Shimei. The sons of Zerubbabel, Meshulam, and Chananya, And Shelamath was their sister. Hashuba, Ohel, Berekah, Hasadiah, and Jeshubah. Five. And the sons of Chananiah, Pelatiah, Jeshiah. The sons of Jeshiah, Rafiah, The sons of Rafiah. Arnon, the sons of Arnon, Ovadja, the sons of Ovadja, Shekanya, and the sons of Shekanya, Shemaiah. and the sons of Shemaiah, Hatush, and Egal and Bariah and Nariah and Shafat six. And the sons of Nariah, Elenehu, Hezekiah and Azikram three, and the sons of Eline, Haravaya and Elishiv, and Peliah and Akub and Yochanan, and Deliah, and Anani, seven. The sons of Yehudah, Peretz, Chetzron, Carmi, Chur, and Shobal. Ria, son of Shobal, begot Jahath, and Jahath begot Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. These were the sons of the father of Etam, Yisrael, Ishmah and Idbash, and the name of their sister was Hazelpony. And Penuel was the father of Gidor, and Ezer the father of Husha. These were the sons of Chur, the firstborn of Ephrat, the father of bet Lechem. Acts 24 1 27 And after five days Ananias the high priest descended with the elders and with a certain orator named Tertullus, who informed the governor against Paul. And when he was called forth, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Seeing that by you we enjoy great quietness, and that very worthy deeds are done to this nation by your providence, we accept it always and in all places, most noble Felix, with all thankfulness notwithstanding that I be not further tedious to you, I pray you that you would hear us of your clemency a few words. For we have found this man a pestilent fellow, and a mover of sedition among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes, who also has gone about to profane the temple whom we took, and would have judged according to our law. But the chief captain Lysias came upon us, and with great violence took him away out of our hands, commanding his accusers to come to you, by examining of whom you may take knowledge of all these things whereof we accuse him. And the Jews also assented, saying that these things were so. Then Paul, after the governor had beckoned to him to speak, answered, For as much as I know that you have been of many years a judge to this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself, because that you may understand that there are yet but twelve days since I went up to Jerusalem to worship. And they neither found me in the temple disputing with any man, neither raising up the people, neither in the synagogues nor in the city, neither can they prove the things whereof they now accuse me. But this I confess to you, that after the way which they call heresy, So worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the Torah and in the prophets. And I have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. Now after many years... I came to bring alms to my nation and offerings, whereupon certain Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple, neither with multitude nor with tumult, who ought to have been here before you and object, if they had aught against me, or else let these same here say if they have found any evil doing in me while I stood before the council. "'Except it be for this one voice that I cried standing among them, "'touching the resurrection of the dead, "'I am called in question by you this day.' "'And when Felix heard these things, "'having more perfect knowledge of that way, "'he deferred them and said, "'When Lysias the chief captain shall come down, "'I will know the uttermost of your matter.' "'And he commanded a centurion to keep Paul, "'and to let him have liberty.' and that he should forbid none of his acquaintance to minister or come to him. And after certain days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, which was a Jew, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go your way for this time, when I have a convenient season, I will call for you. He hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul, that he might release him. Wherefore, he sent for him in the oftener, and communed with him. But after two years, Porcius Festus came into Felix's room, and Felix, willing to show the Jews a pleasure, left Paul bound. Psalm 4, 1-8 Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O you sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? Selah. But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Stand in awe and do not sin. Commune with your own heart upon your bed, and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness, and put your trust in Yahweh. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us, you have put gladness in my heart, more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For you, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Proverbs 18, 16-18 A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seems just, but his neighbor comes and searches him. The lot causes contentions to cease and the part between the mighty. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Numbers 32, and then we're going to jump into Psalm 4. And in in Numbers 32, we have the tribe of Reuben and the tribe of Gad, and they want to be on the east side of the Jordan. They are people who herd cattle, and the land on the east side of the Jordan was very suitable for cattle. So they came to Moses and said, we would like to have our land, our allotment, to be here on this side of the Jordan. But Moses is very concerned. And he's concerned that they're going to refuse to go over, to cross over the Jordan River and help the rest of the tribes to take the land from Canaan. And so Moses replies to them in verse 6, Are your brothers to go to war while you stay here? Why will you turn the minds of the Israelites from crossing into the land that Hashem has given them? Verse 8, That is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to survey the land. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. When the tribes of Reuben and Gad request to settle in the lands conquered from Sihon and Og on the east bank of the Jordan River, instead of settling in the land of Israel proper, Moses' reaction is very strong and negative. In his eyes, they are rejecting the land given to them by God, and he fears that they will influence others to also refrain from crossing into the land of Israel. He wonders, have they learned nothing from the sin of the spies? Moses acquiesces only when he becomes convinced that the request stems neither from a rejection of God's land, nor from a desire to be relieved of the long and hard upcoming struggle to conquer the promised land. That mistake had already been made once, and the people suffered the consequences. They have learned not to make that same mistake again. Let us make sure that neither our actions nor our speech in any way rejects or belittles Eretz Israel. By the way, the land that Reuben and Gad settled in on the east side of the Jordan is part of modern-day Jordan. Continuing on, let's go forward into this chapter. And Moses says to the Reuben and Gad leaders, in verse 20, Moses said to them, If you do this, if you go to battle as shock troops at the instance of Hashem, and every shock fighter among you crosses the Jordan at the instance of Hashem, until he has dispossessed his enemies before him, and the land has been subdued at the instance of Hashem, and then you return, you shall be clear before Hashem and before Israel, and this land shall be your holding under Hashem. The Israel Bible commentary to verse 21 reads as follows, Moses was willing to accept the request of Reuben and Gad to settle on the east of the Jordan River, only after they promise to help fight to inherit the land of Israel. We learn a powerful lesson of responsibility from this story. While they already possessed the land that was going to be their home, these tribes are not allowed to settle down until every other tribe in Israel also has land of their own in which to settle. Life in Eretz Israel demands and engenders the concept that everyone is responsible for his fellow. The spirit of collective cooperation can be seen in the Kibbutz movement formed by the original Zionist pioneers. These unique farms, known as Kibbutzim, took collective responsibility so that members didn't even own their own clothing or personal property. Everything was shared equally among the members. Now I want to jump into Psalm 4. And in Psalm 4, verse 4 and 5, it is written, Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Have you ever been in a situation that was so wicked or evil or unfair, unjust, that just a huge anger rose up in your heart? Perhaps you were suffering. Perhaps you were falsely accused. Perhaps you were just in a very hard, difficult situation and And your anger just rose up. What this verse is coaching us to do is to, in our anger, not to sin. Commune with our own heart upon our bed and be still. In other words, step away from the situation, from the person, from whatever it is that has gotten your anger to rise up. Basically, it's saying, go to your room and shut the door and be still. And take that anger to God. Don't take it out on that person or that situation that has gotten you so angry. Basically, to put it in another way, put yourself in time out. If you're dealing with a difficult person, a person who tends to throw verbal barbs at you, who throws verbal missiles at you, who maybe speaks curses, word curses over you. This is a key strategy for handling that situation. Step away. Don't sit there and take it. Don't respond back. Don't repay evil for evil or insult for insult. But what this is saying is go to a quiet place. Go to your room and shut the door. Commune with your own heart and be still. And then the next verse, offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. In other words, take the situation to him in prayer. If you are being unfairly accused, falsely accused, slandered, verbally assaulted, bring this to the Lord and ask him to set things right to defend you, to deal with that other person, and to get your own heart in the right place, to forgive that person and recognize, remember, and understand that it's our battle is not with flesh and blood, but it's with principalities and powers and wicked forces in high places. That person isn't the one attacking you. There's an evil spirit on them. And that evil spirit is speaking through them so then we can do our battle in prayer in our closet and ask the Lord to defend us and ask the Lord to resolve the matter. So this is a really, really good verse to go to and to remember and to do and apply in our life. Verse 6 goes on to say, There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. Again, what I love about the Psalms is it just reframes everything and puts everything into context. We can be in the midst of a a battle with someone, a difficult situation, and maybe there's someone who's just deriding us and putting us down and making us feel bad. But this is saying, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart. Father, I pray that you will do that for us today. For each person listening, may you put gladness in our heart. From heaven, from your heart to our heart. We are thankful to you for life, for breath. For Yeshua, for your word, for your presence, your Holy Spirit presence within us. May you put gladness in our heart this day. In Yeshua's name, Amen. murhakta yae aduna nafilkha is and give you peace.